Matt, what is up? Not much, man. Uh, back uh, getting in the swing of things after a little PTO. Went to D.C. this past weekend to watch the Packers just look like absolute shit again against uh, the Washington Commanders. Yeah, how, how was it? Like, uh, what was uh, – were you yelling at the Packers? Were you booing? What, what was the mood? Uh, it was honestly, like – like it was just so pathetic. I did, I wasn't even getting that upset. As ridiculous as that sounds, like I, I've come to just not expect that much from this team at this point. Yeah, I mean, Guns did say that he was, you know, hoping that once wasn't going to have a big day. You know, he did it because he didn't play, but the Packers still lost. It's crazy. Yeah, good news for Guns. Wentz did not do much. Not. Uh, you know, didn't Wentz didn't really make any any big plays or anything, so that's you know on the bright side. Yeah, pretty pretty bright there, man. It's it's good to have you back, man. I I want to you know, I know I I clown on East Coast Cox a lot, but I I want to set the record straight. Today, Matt did wait until an acceptable time to text me. So, uh, I, thank I, you. I, yeah, I time stamped it at eleven forty nine my time, eight forty nine Jay's time, but then. Jay, I, th- I I honestly thought you blocked my number because uh, because the text wouldn't do. And I remember this past weekend you were I made a joke about whether you were going to dress up as a um, as a playoff team for Halloween, and you were pretty. And I thought that like pu- I thought that pushed you over the edge, and you and you blocked my number. Um, there was a, there was a, there, there, there was a lot of drama in the in the chat this weekend. Guns was was pretty triggered. By the Carson Wentz thing, I mean, and then I forget there was something before that that led Guns to that point. Like Larabal, I got some kind of inside info that well, so, so Larabal accidentally is the word. Larabal mistakenly kicked Guns out, I believe, and I oh. think Larabal apologized. But then sources are telling me that Guns wouldn't accept the apology. So just a. a a lot, you know, we're we're we're, we're at we're at mid season now. I mean, there's a lot on the line. Kind of the whole lighthearted first few weeks of the year that stuff's out the window. I mean, people are on edge. They're battling for their playoff lives, and uh, tempers are flaring. Look, you know, gun some unsolicited advice. I know you may not want to hear this, but as someone who's been kicked out of the chat over twenty times, I think at this point, you know. <laughs> Just ask someone else and they'll add you back, dude. It'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, big news. We're talking a lot of guns here, but big big news for anyone in the chat. The the couch has arrived. It looks great. So congrats uh, to guns on that. Um, he can, I think he mentioned he can start upping his, uh, his Mac, max bets again. I mean, the couch arrived. I know we don't, uh, but this is worth noting. The Blazers are four zero, so I know Guns is Guns events is feeling pretty good about life right now. Yeah, and you know, uh, kudos to Guns. You know, I I know he's a big betting man. Uh, He's probably happy to hear that I did hit a nine leg parlay in college football. So you know, uh, Matt, you know, there's other one other big news to go over before we we start, and that is. The streak's been broken. I am no longer the low scorer this week. I hallelujah, man. I did it. Are you proud That's, of me? 
Yeah, I am. I'm I'm very happy for you, Jay. And you all, I mean, and the part you're leaving out, I know we'll do our weekend review. You you not only did you you almost won a game. I um, did. I got the closest I've been. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was uh you know, Hawkins looks good. I I'll say it. You know, he's kind of targets. You know, you could uh you might upset some people late. We'll see. Well, Matt, week 7 is in the books. Let's go over the matchups that were. It's starting with. Wait, wait, Sox. hold on. Are, are, are we doing contender pretender? Oh, yeah, we need to do that, don't we? This is a yeah, Megapod. Megapod. Awesome. Guys, Megapod. buckle up. <laughs> uh, I know the, uh, the LA guys who have maybe longer commutes will, will, will not mind this. If you've got a short commute, or Dylan will love this from the tractor. I know he listens to pods all day. But yeah, guys, make uh, you know make time for this. this is good. This is a big one. So let's should we just go in reverse top? order? I feel like let's we go in, the top. Let's go in reverse order because then oh, kind of just like I mean, I wanna... let's let's just get it done with. Like, okay, you're not a contender. Okay, but let, okay, okay, but caveat. Like, I'm obviously a pretender, right? But yeah, you're a pretender. Constellation bracket. I think I'm a contender. Yeah, but everyone is. Okay, I just want you to say that. You know, it makes me feel better. Okay, so on an L7, uh, losing (laughs) by an average of (laughs) about 40 points a week, you are sadly a pretender. Now, we got kind of – so that's that's the – sorry, Jay, but just just facts. You are alone in the bottom tier. Now, our next tier is a couple of two and five teams. We have Lairbaum and we have Brent. I mean, you look at two and five generally, unless it's a very bizarre year – the absolute worst record you can have usually and get the playoffs is seven and seven. Um, so that means that these two teams both have to go five and two just to get to seven and seven. And even seven and seven is not guaranteed because there's a lot of teams with winning records right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to, yeah, these teams are, they're, they're both pretenders. Yeah. I, 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 any pushback on that, or, do you, or what do you? I, I was looking for something like uh, something I can love. Obviously, uh, maybe the situation in Jacksonville with the running back situation will help Keddy enough to where Edian or Etney, whatever the fuck his last name is, <laughs> Eti Junior Travis. This is your, this is your Chris Olaf. <laughs> this is. I'm just gonna Travis. Whatever Travis's you know uh, snap count goes up to now, this might be huge for him. With Tyreek Hill, yeah, it's it's just difficult from a two and five perspective to call anyone a contender. So both I'm going to pretender as well on both. Obviously, Lairbaum uh, almost got beat by me, which you know, and in itself is a pretender move. Yeah. Okay. So let's go. That's our bottom three. Let's go to our next tier here. That's where it get, gets more interesting. Um, yeah. A couple of three and four teams. That's Hui, and that is Charles who has once started 0-5 and, and won a title, for those that are, you know, aren't uh, up on the, the history books. Um, so Hui was playing some good ball. Well, no, even – he's only on an L1. He's played some decent football. I mean, we look at points here. Um, you know, Chad does have more points. Gosh, Chad has, Chad has more points than a couple teams ahead of him. Um, Hui only has more points than one team ahead of him. Um, gosh, on Charles, I'm gonna 
and and just to be clear, we're, we're not like contender doesn't mean we think they're going to win the title. It means like they can get in and p- potentially win, you know, be relevant in the playoffs. Right. I am going, man. So Charles, I, yeah, I'm calling Charles a, a pretender. Um, we just let me take a quick look at the roster again here. I kind of like Wee's roster, honestly. I know. I Kenneth Walker has got me believing. Yeah, even with Brees Kenneth, Hall like being done. I mean, he has Jonathan Taylor. He's gonna, he's gonna have to step up, right? Yeah. So I am going to go and go ahead and say Hui is is a contender. We will not be writing Hui's eulogy just yet. I think Hui has a team that can compete. Yeah, I'm on that boat. And, you know, Charles is right on that line, too. But, man, I would love to take Charles out of the constellation bracket. So, uh, he has to be a pretender. Yeah, he's only one game out, but I just don't love his roster. The, the thing with Hui that makes me think he has a chance is obviously the emergence of Kenneth Walker. And then just holding out hope that Jonathan Taylor isn't actually this fantasy irrelevant. It seems crazy. I know we're halfway through the year, but he has done nothing, and he was the consensus number one pick. So Interesting to note on Wee's team, Wee still has $100 left in waiver wire budget. So if something happens and someone that's on the waiver wire steps up as like an RB1, we can pick them up and be guaranteed, you know? Dude, it's just classic West Lynn, like just hoarding money. (laughs) Yes, classic. All right. Our next – this is where things get real interesting. I know – Saucy, yeah. At three and four, but we kind of got a log – we do have a log jam at four and three. Um, so, we have uh, Cole Beasley's research lab, the JV All-Stars, and we still have no idea what this team name even means or – Oh, I, I, I do know what JV All-Stars is. Did I not – yeah, I guess we never – I talked to Shelter about this at um, Jordan Defoe's wedding. Uh-huh. And his – I'll just preface this with it's not the greatest, um, but he did have an explanation at least. His point he was making was that his team is loaded with guys who are like good players that would be the all-stars on the JV team, but he doesn't really have superstars. Um, Oh, he doesn't have Saquon Barkley? Well, so in fairness, (laughs) at the the time of this, we did not know that Josh Jacobs and Saquon were going to be absolute studs this year. Like this was in, this was like, I think maybe, yeah, it was only after week one. So it made sense at the time. Not saying it was a good team name, but it did make some sense. Yeah. Um, Um, I'll just be quick about this. For this one, I, I think Gundy is a contender. I really like his roster. Christian McCaffrey, major benefit. Like, Gundy double-dipped on that trade because he has Deontay Foreman and Christian McCaffrey. We already saw after, like, four days of travel, Christian was uh, definitely included in the plays, and he's going to have a huge impact on that San Francisco running game. And then he has Deontay – he has Foreman to uh, (laughs) – Dude, that's the player that the the Lairbaum gate – started over i i can't even remember i wasn't really active in the chat that night but something yep. went down involving foreman and you know shots were were, were were being fired every which way apologies were issued apologies were rejected there was a there's a lot of controversy behind i'm gonna foreman go on right a little now. bit of a tangent here if that's okay why is it Lairbaum messes up and he blames it on like his phone dropping or an accident like why can't he just own up and say gundy i, I kicked you out of the league I'd have to like review the text. I forget 
like I said, I was not that active in the chat that day, but it was something that he like. I think he like said Guns was saying Foreman's name wrong or something, <laughs> but but it turned out Guns was actually saying it right. And then Lairbaum booted him and then apologized. And Guns told him to fuck off. <laughs> and so there's like I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Guns and, and Lairbaum are on speaking terms right now. Guns was like. Uh... He was fucking like Denzel in Trading Day at that moment, dude. He's just like at the end, and everyone's like picking on him, and he's like, "You're not gonna fucking boot me from this." Yeah, <laughs> King Kong ain't got nothing on Trump. That's all I could think of. So, so just for that alone, Guns and the new couch and Josh Allen, Guns is a contender. Um, looking at Clayton Coin, um, his team I think is actually. He's a contender as well in JV All-Stars. I'm going to say pretender. I'm going to say JV All-Stars will go in the consolation bracket. Okay, I'll be I'll be fairly quick here too. I've been complimentary of Gun's team all year. They have a ton of points. Uh, it's a good roster. That's absolutely a contender. Um, on JV All-Stars, I love the way this team is playing right now. Josh Jacobs and Saquon is the best running back duo in, in the LOD right now. Josh Jacobs is – they're, like, talking about trading him. It, it's like it, there's, like, trade rumors with him, and then he goes out and scores, like, 35 fantasy points the next day. Um, he is a problem right now. Uh, I don't love Shelter's roster aside from that, but, like, you – someone will fact check this, but those are – I'm going to – they have to be two of the top five running backs. And then Burrow is starting to ball out, too. I think this team is a contender. They're playing really good football. Um, it, yeah, there you go. They've won three in a row. Uh, Clayton's team, this is a pretender. Um, the He started off 4-0, kind of back to reality. Um, I know week to week, but he does. Like, his point total is very low. I mean, what does he have? The Yeah, I mean, there's two teams behind him that have more points. So he has the ninth most points in the league. It's just it, – it, it's a great front line with Cup um, – and I'm blanking. Oh, Cup and Chubb. Uh, but, yeah, we've said this all year. It, the depth isn't there. Bye weeks are going to be pretty tough on him. Uh, there's guys in that lineup that aren't just not fantasy starters. So I'm going to go pretender there. So I am flipping Mark and Clayton. I know you had them the other way around. Wow. So let's go. All right, I guess we're kind of we're down to our last tier. There's four teams. Okay, you have to pick, make a rule. Right One of these four, you have to mark as a pretender. Yeah, that's fine. That's I like that. Um, I mean, can we just both agree Calvin's a contender? We don't really need to analyze this. He's in first place and has a good point total, and he's got a great history as a franchise. Or do we need to analyze that anymore? As much as I hate to say it, because I was very against his team. In his ownership, uh, he is a contender. Yes, he's a contender. All right, so my team. Um, I mean, I who would I be if I went on here at five and two and like was just like, yep, I'm not a contender. So I don't really need to explain it much more than that. Like I have to, I have to believe in myself because I haven't been in this position in five years. Probably uh, it's been a it's been a rough run lately. Uh, but yeah, sitting in second place, I have to call myself a contender and I've won three in a row. Yeah. And you got the James Robinson to New York jets, which really benefited you. Um, yeah, I like that. Robinson, yeah. Robinson Henry, uh, 
yeah, I mean, you got to think. I, I was going to say, like, your team struggles when it comes to depth in tight end, right? But your starting lineup minus your tight end is very, very good. So, I, I'm, yeah, I, I would say, Matt, this could be a contender year for you. So, I'm going to contender as well. Okay, let's go to Dylan, uh, guy, obviously the defending champion in the hunt once again this year at five and two. No pun intended. Kareem and my cousin's hunt in the hunt. Um, yeah, this team. Okay. So he could have been excited about Michael, uh, the, um, uh, about Michael Carter with the jets, but then they trade for James Robinson, which lowers his value. Kareem hunt again, not the fantasy guy. He's been the last few years. We've talked about the high end receivers. Um, but man, I, I I'm looking at this Ross. I'm I'm doing it. Yeah, I don't at five and two. The, at, at five and two, the defending champion. I don't think he's a contender. His running backs suck. Like actually, are terrible. Yeah, like I'm gonna say it. I took Shelter, the sixth place team, and I think Shelter. I, yeah, I, I I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think Dylan's doing it this year. I I, I agree. Actually, I, his. Yeah, his running backs are very, very bad. Like, you have Kareem Hunt, Michael Carter, James Conner has done nothing this year, and then Latavius Murray as well. It's just not – it's not happening for me. Um, his, his only hope is to to do his annual tradition of ripping me off in a trade. That's the yeah. only way this team's getting – which is which could definitely happen. But as of now, uh, yeah, pretender. Yeah, I'm also 0-7, Dylan, so you know my phone line. Um, <clears throat> Last Tim, one. Yeah, interesting team. Started five and zero. Low point total has lost two in a row. What do you think? This team's on a downward trajectory, that's for sure. Um, and the tough part is, you're looking at this week too, where you have your best player on a bye. Uh, so that's probably going to be another L that he picks up. Looking at his team too, like here's the thing: Matty Kid's been starting AJ Dillon in his starting running back slot every single week. He hasn't gotten over double digits at all. Um, the, well, week week one, but that's it. Yeah. Did he? Okay. Week one, he got – okay, week one, he, he went off. But we'll watch that. Ever since week one, seven, four, eight, three, seven, one. Uh, I I think this is a pretender as well. I think Maddie can actually, like, we just see the great fall. We saw the come up, and I think we're going to see the fall, the fall of a century. He's going, he's going down because he's a pretender. It hurts me to say this. Don't get me wrong. I, 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 I agree. But this team looks worse than Dylan's. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Jeff Wilson's value just went down with CMC being uh, traded for by the Niners. Uh, DK is a little banged up now. Drake London, after a promising start, has just been he's, – he's kind of not startable right now. Uh, one thing to watch, CD – you know, maybe he'll pick it up with, with Dak getting back in the mix. I know the first game back with Dak wasn't the greatest. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree. with. So, we agreed on everything. So, let's just quick review here. Uh, we both agreed that Freezing and I are contenders, that Guns is a contender. And the only thing we differed on is I said Shelter's a contender and you said Clayton's a contender. Correct. Oh, no, and we both said Hui's a contender, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're high on Hui's team. This is the place you come for. T- so let's look at something. Current projections. 
Calvin going 11 and three. Let's see where they dis. So where do they disagree? <laughs> no, this, can, this cannot be right. Wait, wait, wait. So they have Charles predicted to win his last seven games. That's that's the most glaring thing here that they're and they have you at 0 and 14. But, um, but they do agree with us. So they agree with our takes on uh, Clay and Maddie not being contenders because they're both going seven and seven. They do have Dylan finishing nine and five. See, I always someone can clarify on this, but these these projections is it like just assume? I, I guess they they assume your lineup gets optimized every week, and that you don't. And then obviously, yeah. So I guess the yeah the most glaring thing is how high they are on Charles. Like they're on Charles to go to win his last seven games and get the two seed. Yeah, and they're on Maddie Kid to drop all the way down to ninth. Yeah. But this right. also projection wise, there's one seven and seven team getting in, and that's you. Yes, so that's the bubble there. They have four teams finishing seven and seven, but I get in, which means I go on a two and five to finish the year. Anyway, the game is not played uh, in a simulation, but interesting to look at. Uh, okay, let's go to the week that was. I'll try to be pretty quick. I know this is a megapod, but I don't want to like go for an hour. Um, yeah. All right, let's start with Jay. Let's start with yours. Uh, this was a not a high scoring matchup, but a close, fun matchup. Your team um, brought it a little bit this week. Uh, well, relatively speaking to your other weeks, uh, Hopkins. He's back, man. He didn't get in the end zone, but he got a ton of targets. I think that's something you can count on. Like, that's um, – Kyler likes to throw him the ball and, and for good reason. Uh, Geno season, not really there at 13.1. Uh, what else happened here? Uh, I got 16 out of the kicker. Good to see that. Lairbaum, kind of – you know, Brady sucked again, but he gets nice efforts. You know, the Kamara-Elliott combo goes for 30-plus, and, and he squeaks out of here with the victory – uh, to kind of, you know, at two and five, you're not cooked. So, Lairbaum, you know, couple time league champion, he's he, he's he's still there. It's not uh, we're not riding his eulogy yet. Yeah, obviously this one's on me. I've started McLaren every single game this year, and uh, I took him out of my starting lineup, and uh, because of that, I put Claypool in. I thought that matchup would be more favorable. Uh, you know, that was due to me losing. Um, but I'm proud. My team fought back. This was a must-win game like every other game is. Uh, nice to see Hopkins get all those receptions. With that being said, you know, we'll see what my team looks like in the future. You know, I am – You're, uh, you're, you're proud. Can we uh, – you said you're proud. Can we Can we put this in the, in the, the moral victories column? Yes. You know, my okay. team is – hey, my team is gearing up at all the right places, you know, like – I'm going to not get kicked out of this league. That's 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 really the important portion is uh, that I don't get kicked out. But anyways, yeah, I didn't win this week. It sucked. Uh, I I only needed to score, I think, nine points with uh, Claypool and Gusecki to go or something like that. There was something stupid, but we lost. Um, all right, I'll go to your matchup. This was actually, you know, you put on kind of a clinic against Clayton here. Uh, Patrick Mahomes scoring 26 for you. Chase had a game again, two games in a row where he just goes off. It's almost like Cincinnati was like, hey, we kind of suck for a little bit. Let's just throw the ball to our best player and see what happens. And Jamar Chase gets you 29 points. Derrick Henry has an okay game, getting you 15. Mostert, 18 or from there. 
Obviously, your flex position, uh, I don't know if Dobbs was hurt or if he was just, you know, no. I mean, he had four targets, but damn, that sucks. Yeah, it was bad. Um, other end, you know, Clayton, you know it's bad when you're starting Matt Ryan at quarterback. Like, you look through and you see all your other options. You go, I'm going to start Matt Ryan today. Um, and nothing else looks good on Clayton's team besides Nick Chubb. Obviously, he was super high and happy about Pacheco because supposedly he was getting the starting spot. And he didn't really do anything with it whatsoever. And CH got more points than him, anyways. Um, so yeah, Clayton loses, and you win. Good win. Yeah, I think Clay made a comment in the chat about like Pacheco season yeah. league is on notice or something, and we're like, yeah, dude. I think that's on. He was immediately kicked out of the chat too after. That. Yeah, congrats on getting a piece <laughs> of the Kansas City backfield committee. Um, yeah, this was a solid effort on my side. I mean, Jamar the last two weeks has just been insane. Uh, Mostert's been a steady producer. I, I, should, I, I should say recently has been a steady producer. I'm, I, I like what I'm getting from him after uh, Javante went down. Derrick Henry, again, you know, doesn't get in the end zone, but another just solid performance. Mahomes, you know, what can we say? He went off. Uh, yeah, good to get out of here with a victory. It got a little scary early because Boyd caught an early long touchdown. Um Something else. Clayton got off to a really good start in the morning games, but a uh, nice little comeback. Uh, got out of here with a W, and we will take it. So, uh, to the next matchup, let's go to Calvin, the man back in first place uh, at five and two, uh, but in first based on the highest point total of the five and two teams. He gets another nice victory, uh, 116. It's a you know, I, I kind of uh, – I'm taking my L. I've, I've said some things that I was not that high on Austin Eckler. Eckler is now the RB1 in fantasy. I looked this up the other day, and he goes for 30 on the Seahawks in a losing effort. Uh, and then Friesen's got – you know, this had to be a little hard on him to have the Dallas defense go for 22 on his beloved Lions. But that is uh, – that's why Friesen is, is a great owner. He can put that, that fanhood to the side. He knew Dallas was going to punk his team. And it pays off. Um, on Hui's side, nothing wrong with a 106. Again, man, Lamar, that's concerning. Uh, he just has not been the same guy since the first three weeks. And then Debo, low score. I mean, he gets a lot of kind of, you know, this this roster looks like it should have been better. Of course, Walker does go for 28 or almost 29. Um, but, yeah, this has to be kind of a, a – a what if, you know, we kind of left some plays out on the field where we could have got out of here with a victory um, for Hui, but freezing back in first. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's realistically, Jonathan Taylor's just been a ghost of his, you know, of his former self. He, he's only scoring 12 points this week. You definitely expect to get a lot more out of him. That was, I believe, the highest paid running back from our uh, auction, and he just hasn't gotten the value that he needed to get out of that. Dude, yeah, definitely a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but you know funny thing enough i mean look at freezing bench he had a majority of his team on buys this uh this week as well um which is gonna be good for him going forward you know he it will be very helpful for him to secure some more wins this was a good win by freeze and a tough loss for uh for we there all right next up we have a blowout uh absolute just blowout uh, between the fridge, Slim Pickens versus uh, Guns. You know, Guns just got it done. He knew he was waiting on his couch to come in. He knew his guy Kittle was going to go off and that uh, 
Ram Stevenson was going to go off as well, but Guns puts on Ram. a very solid rod or what is it? Ram? Ram, Ram, well, Ram. it's Ram, it's Ramondre, but we're calling him Rom. You know, like oh, Rom, kind of he's the new chord. He's, the, he's yeah, he's the new chord. Yes, he is the new chord. Uh, you know, but on that note, chords coming back soon. Let's go. Uh, but the old chord. The old, the old cord versus the new cord. Can't wait for that matchup. That's going to uh, be a big matchup when you play guns and the new cord versus <laughs> the old cord. Uh, but looking at Brent, Brent's team, like his running backs did not do anything for him. Besides, I mean, I, I mean, I mean uh, Najee Harris didn't do anything. Kenyon Drake as well. You'd expect that to be big, but it was the Gus Edwards show there. Um, but yeah, man, nothing happened for for Kenny. Like you would expect. Obviously, in the Seattle game was a shootout. Uh, Keenan Allen only getting two points for him there. Aaron Rodgers has looked terrible this year, quarterbacking. And Tyreek Hill does not get it done against that tough Steelers defense. So, yeah, tough loss for Teddy, but good win by Guns to move himself to fifth. Yeah, pretty, you know, pretty bad effort from Brett here. 70, not getting it done. Quite a few low scores this week, actually. Um, but yeah, Guns, you know, uh, like you said, puts up a 107, not a super high score, but he did this. You got to remember, the, the couch didn't come in until today. Um, so he did this without the couch. Uh, Rom has another great game and a losing effort. Uh, he did bench Foreman. You know, you wonder if the, the whole lair bomb situation involving Foreman got in his head a little bit and he benched him because he puts up 15.5 on the bench. Um, but, you know, decent effort from Guns did enough to get out of here with a victory uh, and go to five – or excuse me, four and three. I'm sorry. Uh, let's go low-scoring matchup. You know, this these were two – um, two of the top teams coming in, and this this matchup just did not live up to the billing. Uh, this is, of course, Dylan versus Maddie the Kid. Uh, Maddie was was off in uh, Abu Dhabi. Apparently, you know, missed a lot of the matchup, uh, and you can tell he didn't show up. A uh, lot of low scores on his side. Um, gosh, yeah, his starting running backs combined for five. His starting receivers combined for ten. Kelsey was fine. He gets 12. But, yeah, this is just – this is ugly across the board uh, for Maddie, And there was nothing on the bench that he could have, uh, you know, plugged in and done better with. Uh, and then Dylan, not good either. Um, 82 points. It's got to feel good to, to put up 82 and get out of there with a – still win by 16 points. Uh, but a lot of single digits on Dylan's side. Again, his receivers combined for 10. Running backs combined for – 16, you know, we'll give Dylan a little bit of a pass because uh, we talked about this was his week with his two studs on buys. That's Jefferson and Diggs. Um, but, yeah, no, nothing else needs to be said. Uh, Dylan, you know, he's got to feel good because th- this is the week he kind of penciled in as a loss if you're if you're Dylan and he ends up getting the W, even if it's ugly. Yeah, and uh, the story that we, we forgot to cover with the last matchup is uh, Kenny was almost a low-point scorer. Um, that new he had New England last night, and they they needed to get more than one point, and it was actually a high scoring game for Chicago, and they were able to get five still out of that. So, um, thankfully for to Kenny, but Matty Kid, you know, coming back, hopefully maybe he can expense the thirty dollars to his company or something, um, you know, travel expense or something of that nature. But Matty Kid gets a taste of what it's like to have a low score. Um, but I think you know, I think this is going to be something going forward with Matty Kid's team. I just. I don't see uh, where it's going to continue to dominate this late in the season. And then for, 
for Dylan, this is a huge win. I mean, he only scored 82 points and he won convincingly. Like, this is a very huge win without his, his two studs. Um, he could kind of rest easy the rest of the way through and kind of coast his way, hopefully, into playoffs. But we'll see. Um, you know, we did mark him as a pretender there. But good win by Dylan. Obviously, this was everyone just scored shit points, but his shit points were better than Matt's shit points. All right, take it away to, to, the, to the last matchup here. The last James one, score. the high scorer, the JV All-Stars, taking it to Charles with 118, which sucks for Charles because that 118 would have beat every single other person this week in the league. Uh, but he went up against the high point scorer, and the high point scorer went off. Josh Jacobs is he, him, pronouns. Joe Burrow is also he, him, pronouns, almost scoring 40 points for him. Saquon again with a decent 15 performance. Uh, everyone, top to bottom on his team, just went off. I mean, obviously, Deion uh, Johnson for Pittsburgh did not – like his starting wide receivers didn't do too well, but the rest of his team carried the carried the way for him. Um, and the nice thing, too, on the bench, he does have Eno Benjamin. You know, he could have plop, plopped him in there as well to score more points. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't do that. Charles's end. Aaron Jones, so this was a tough week for me because Aaron Jones and Zeke both had good weeks, obviously on different people's teams. Uh, but Aaron Jones has a big game, and that's kind of – and Mixon has an okay game as well. Montgomery uh, above projection Tennessee with 19 for defense there against Indianapolis. But his team, unfortunately, was not able to do enough to get it done here to get over the 154 points. Mark Andrews with a zero bomb, questionable going forward. That hurts a ton. Yeah, Chad got week to week pretty bad here because he puts up a nice score. He touched on his running backs combining for a nice week. Receivers did fine. Obviously, Andrews is a little down, but then he gets a nice effort from his defense. You know, puts up a very solid score. Uh, It doesn't work out for him. Uh, The story here is Shelter, Burrow, and Jacobs combined for 74 and change between the two of them. And then, I mean, Saquon just keeps it going. Like, this is when – like, you know a guy is a fantasy stud that he's this reliable every week. Like he doesn't score a touchdown, but he still puts up that 15.5 for you. They just find ways to keep putting up nice scores. And then Damian Fierce uh, continues. Man, he's a stud. Look at his last four four games. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a reason we pick Shelter as a contender. He's playing some of the best football uh, in the league right now. Uh, yeah, he gets out of here, gets to four and three, gets into the sixth spot. Um, Charles three and four, you know, not, not behind the eight ball. Yeah. He's a game out of a playoff spot, uh, but this was, you know, a, a good matchup shelter just absolutely went off. So let's go to our picks uh, for the coming week. Oh my God. Let's just get to it. I'm facing my arch nemesis. Free no, this is what always happens. I'm on a three game win streak and then I have to face freezing <laughs> and Mahomes is on a bye. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm picking freezing. Yeah, Mahomes on a bye just already, like, you're not going to win. I'm, I'm sorry. Freezing freezing took care of his buys last week, and his team looks primed, ready to go uh, against you. I'm taking freezing as well. But, Matt, we did we did uh, gloss over our our picks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're – let me calculate, doing some math. You won. You, you got two correct. You picked Lair and Freezing last week. And um, <clears throat> so we're we tied at three. Yeah, because we're, we're that we're one three up. Pushed. 
We are wow. three to three. I don't know how that happened because I was on, I was doing really well, and you you just came back. So three and three going forward, but we're both doing threes here. It's crazy how that works because I won one, and then you won three, <laughs> and then I won two, and now we're tied at three. Like, yeah, you can't make this stuff up. You can't. You can't, you <laughs> couldn't write this script. Yeah, take that to your stats class, guys. Um, all right, I'll, you know I'll just go to my matchup. Me versus the JV All Stars. I'm predicting to get 89 points. God damn it. <laughs> I I can't win, dude. I just I can't fucking win. Cords out for one more week. My team just looks like the biggest pile of poop you can put on a plate. Uh, I'm gonna go. With, I'm going with Mark because he's played against me. Yeah, I'm taking Mark, and I'm just the only thing I'm going to add is that I'm amending my my earlier I call my earlier comment. I call this the best one two punch at running back, but it's actually the best one two three punch with uh, with Damian Fierce. So that that's a stacked running back lineup that makes up for a bit of a a weak one two um, at receiver. But yeah, I'm taking Mark. Okay, uh, let's go to Slim Pickens versus Tom Brady's Uggs. Uh, this is Brent coming at two and five. Hui at three and four. Um, let's see here. Uh, so Brent is favored to win, but Hui has not replaced Brees Hall yet, uh, which he will do that. Okay, he doesn't have a ton of great options, although, yeah, Naheem Hines. I guess he could, he could he, he, well, what he could do is move Walker into the RB2 and then, right. yeah, that's, that's what he'll yeah, do. And fine. then he'll, then he'll play AJ Brown. Got it. Okay. Had to get my, had to get my bearings there real quick. And then he's got, he's got Debo going against the Rams. Debo always punks the Rams. Um, yeah. And then looking at Brent's side, he's, he's got uh, ADN. In the uh, not the Jacksonville game, in the London game early, but that's a tough Denver defense, which I think a lot of people uh, lose sight of that in the excitement of just shitting on Russ, which I am all for. Um, and then Tyreek against Detroit. This is this is one of those where I'm absolutely picking Hui. Uh, Brent's path to victory is Tyreek going for like 35 on Detroit, which could happen. But I'm never going to pick that. Uh, I am picking Hui to win this. I'm picking Hui, and I'm going to say this game's over after Thursday night football. I think Lamar Jackson puts up 30 points and just gets it out of the way. On Tampa, who's like one of the best defenses in the NFL? Yes. Fair enough. Next, Take us to the next one. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's what I think. Uh, where we got? We're at Guns versus TBD versus Matty Kid. Uh, this is a Guns show. Uh, Matty Kitt's actually projected to have less points than me. This is Kelsey's bye week we talked about, and Kelsey's Matty Kitt's best player. When Kelsey's out, his team looks like absolute poop, uh, besides Kyler Murray and CeeDee Lamb. So I'm going to go with Guns because Guns, you know, has momentum. He has a new couch. He has Josh Allen. He has Christian McCaffrey going against the Rams now that he's had a week uh, to prepare for that game. Kittle also has been looking kind of like former Kittle. He took him a couple of weeks, but man, he's kind of he's making it. He's making it happen. I, I I think Guns wins this in a landslide, honestly. Yeah, I I agree. Kelsey being out is that's pretty much all you need to say because Maddie's roster is not deep enough to to make up for that. But yeah, um, 
Rom looking to stay hot against it. Actually facing a tough Jets defense, though. But Waddle in Detroit with Tua back, that's that's good stuff. Uh, Devontae, I don't know, is New Orleans? Uh, I guess New Orleans, that'll kind of depend on if um, – God, I'm blanking. I'm so bad at names. The corner for the Saints, who's been kind of in and out of the lineup. Anyway, uh, McCaffrey, you said it, another week in the playbook. He's going to get a bigger workload. Uh, yeah, I'm taking guns here. And we're, we've matched on all four now. This is uh, – but, you know, we're not going to just have hot takes for no reason. Like, we're, we're, these are picks. Uh, let's go to – let's go to Clayton versus Lairbaum. Um, I'm going to say Lairbaum is playing – is it fair to say Lairbaum's playing for his season here? Like, two and six, I think it's he's pretty cooked, right? Yeah. I mean, welcome to the destination draft, Lairbaum. Yeah, Exactly. Um, all right, so these two guys, Clayton on an L3, Lairbaum at two and five. Um, let's see, Camara versus Vegas, Cook versus Arizona. Those are favorable running back matchups. Um, Cup is always good. Hurts against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has given up the ninth most fantasy points to QBs. Um, God, I'm going to go – this is close. I do – I like Lairbaum's running back matchups. I think I'm going to take – I'm going to take Lairbaum to win this one to keep his season alive. You're going Lairbaum here, huh? Yeah, I think with his back against the wall, he pulls this one out. I I think this is – this is actually a really close matchup for this one. Um I'm going to go Clayton. I, I, we need to keep it spicy, right? Because we've agreed every single pick here so far. I just like seeing Justin and Justin at the bottom, to be honest. He barely got a win against me last week, and I don't think his team's gotten any better matchups this week going forward. I'm going to see Clayton wins this one. I think Jalen Hurts has a big game against Pittsburgh, and then we'll see if Nick Chubb can do some crazy things against Cincinnati as well. Uh, Edwards looked really good for Baltimore in the end zone, so I think he gets a lot of points against Tampa. I, I called it. I think Tampa's going to crack at defense this week. And, yeah, I'm going to go Clayton. All, All right. right. Let's go to our final matchup of the week. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is Dylan against Charles, uh, the classic uh, Monmouth versus Almsville rivalry. Yeah, this is uh, a big one. It's a big one. Boonscape. Uh, Chad's in like a big runescape phase right now. The actually everyone in the D League, there's a ton of people in the D League that all played. RuneScape. I didn't know any of those words they they were saying. I'm gonna be honest. Oh yeah, yeah I forget you're in that, and they're all just like <laughs> they make like fantasy jokes that also have to do with runescape. I I I don't really follow the whole thing, but anyway, um, okay. Charles coming off a tough loss to Mark. Uh, Dylan coming off a fortunate win against Maddie. Kind of uh, opposite ends of the spectrum here. Chad outscored Dylan by almost 40 points last week, and he lost, and Dylan won. And now he gets to face Dylan, uh, who gets his two horses back with uh, Justin Jefferson and Stephon Diggs returning from their buys. Um, Charles is favored here, and their lineups are filled out. Um Joe Mixon at Cleveland, Aaron Jones at Buffalo, Gabe Davis. 
Man, this is – is there anyone – now Dylan's – that's probably going to be his starting lineup. Um, I think yeah, Montgomery – gosh, I'm – I'm taking Dylan to win this one. I was about to say Charles, and then I did one last look. I'm taking Dylan to win this. Damn it. That's what... <laughs> Oh, really? Uh, okay, I'm going to go Charles. No, obviously Dylan's. I don't think Dylan – I don't think he can start Michael Carter. Maybe he can this week, huh? Maybe Robertson's not, like, going to get all the touches this week. Or maybe it is more of a committee. But <sighs> just to keep things interesting, because I don't want us to just lynch on, you know, go on one game. I am going to go Charles as much as it pains me to vote for this guy to win. Uh, I think these, these are just very, very close. Um, I think the guiding – the factor for me is I think Tua has a very big game against Detroit. Detroit's defense has not looked very good lately, I mean, at all this year, to be honest. And I think Tua has a big game against them. So I'm going to go with, uh, with Charles here. There you have it. That is, uh, this is a, this is a great pod. Nice little mega pod. pretender segment, mega pod. Um, and we got our, our, our picks in. Uh, yeah, man, we are past the halfway mark or I should pass the halfway of the regular season. I should say, uh, heading into week eight. Uh, I'm excited about league of dawns football right now. And I'm, uh, I'm pumped to watch everybody keep up the chat uh you know getting a little heated in there and i i frankly i don't think there's anything wrong with a little bit of uh aggression in the group chat at this time of year we're all you know we're all competitors we're all playing for 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 high stakes yeah and you know as the weeks go on you know i get excited because i get to play more and more of my bench players to starters cord come back on ir next week we got you know deshaun watson in the in the midst waiting to help me save my season at the end of the year um, this is great. This is great football. And, you know, I will say my last thing, we should keep the, uh, you know, we've made Constellation Bracket interesting league. And uh, I think that's a good thing. Absolutely. Could not agree more. I'm excited for Constellation. Excited for the championship bracket. Excited um, to watch someone go to Vegas and not be able to draft. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you have it. Thanks, Jay. Long live the League of Dawns. Long live.